What is a national nurse? You are listening to ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to Focus on Future Medicine. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and with me is Terry Mills, registered nurse and president of the National Nursing Network Organization, and Elisa Schneider, registered nurse and secretary of the National Nursing Network Organization. Terry and Elisa, welcome to Focus on future medicine. Thank you, Susan. It's a pleasure to be on. Susan, we really appreciate having the opportunity. Thank you so much. Alisa, let's start with you. What would the goals of a national nurse be? Well, Susan, we are recommending that the chief nurse officer of the U.S. Public Health Service be elevated to the office of the national nurse. And that would require that position becoming full-time and would require an increase in rank and salary. Now, the Office of the National Nurse is intended to establish symbolic national leadership to promote a cultural shift to prevention in the U.S. healthcare system. We intend for the National Nurse to raise visibility, enhance the prestige, and support recruitment to nursing, especially within public health nursing, the commission core of the U.S. Public Health Service, and other healthcare professions. We also need a national nurse to accurately portray nursing to the public and enhance public understanding of the critical role nurses play in society and in healthcare. We are nearly three million strong, and I think many people don't truly understand what nurses do. The national nurse would complement the Surgeon General in improving health literacy and decreasing health disparities and endorsing and supporting involvement in the Medical Reserve Corps to improve health of communities and safety in our communities. Would the chief nurse officer position still exist if a national nurse position is created? The chief nurse officer position would be retitled to the national nurse. It would not be a new position, but a modernization of an existing position to focus on wellness and health promotion. How would the national nurse position compare to the Surgeon General? Well, the chief nurse officer works with the Surgeon General currently, and this complementary role would be continued and enhanced. We give kind of a simplified explanation of how this would work. The CDC generates research and information about health and disease conditions in our country. The Surgeon General's office synthesizes and prioritizes this research. And what we're missing in this system are the messengers of the information to promote wellness and prevent illness. We are recommending that the Office of the National Nurse be that messenger system. Describe how nurses from across the country would be involved. Nurses from across the country would be encouraged to participate in their local communities through existing systems such as the Medical Reserve Corps, the Parish Nurse Organizations, the American Red Cross, and in those systems already in place and working to promote the public's wellness. This office of the National Nurse would serve to encourage and supplement these volunteer organizations. Nurses would come from their community and serve their community members. 
also there have been questions about how would ethnic and minority communities be served, and they would be served by the very nurses that currently work in those communities that know the needs of those specific community members. What potential does the national nurse position have for reducing health disparities? Well, Susan, first we need to expand and replicate programs that have proven to be successful in underserved areas of our country. The national nurse would still assume the role of chief of U.S. Public Health Service Commission Corps nurses. Commission Corps currently has approximately 6,000 members, of which only 1,360 are nurses. We need to see the cap on the nursing corps be raised so that that core can be strengthened. These are the nurses who provide care in areas typically facing health disparities. Would nursing students and retirees have an opportunity to participate? These are some of our most valuable and available volunteer sources, and we have spent a lot of time educating students across the country about how to become involved with this initiative and how to be politically active, how to use their voice, and how to educate the public on staying well and reducing illness. So our students are our next generation of leaders, and we think that they are ready and are going to take this initiative forward into their practice. And we know that we have large numbers of nurses retiring. There are various reasons and a lot of organizations working on the workplace issues that are causing nurses to retire, but they are our experienced resource, and we need to keep them involved in their communities and involved in health care. So these are the nurses that we're asking to become more involved with the Medical Reserve Corps and other agencies within their communities. Will a national nurse help address the nursing shortage? Well, we know that the nursing shortage is actually looking worse than we anticipated. The American Association of Colleges of Nursing reports that we're going to have about a 500,000 nurse shortage by 2025. And that is going to require us to expand beyond our current enrollment in nursing school. What we see the Office of the National Nurse doing is encouraging people to look at nursing as a respectable, viable career for them to pursue. We need young people to look to nursing as their future. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Focus on Future Medicine on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and with me are registered nurses Terry Mills and Alisa Schneider with the National Nursing Network Organization, discussing the national nurse. Terry, describe the prevention programs the national nurse would champion. Well, first of all, there's increasing physical activity, of course, having better nutrition and smoking cessation. But the national nurse would advocate for nurses and those in other healthcare disciplines to be engaged in successful community-based programs to accomplish those goals. The main thing for your listeners to know is that public health is local and every state and community is different and has their own set of health-related issues. So once a need has been identified, then the national nurse would serve to really recruit nurses and others serving in the Medical Reserve Corps in their own community to assist in delivering the appropriate messages or programs of prevention. 
Give us some success stories of community-based programs that have done very well. First of all, we have really been trying to test this idea where we teach, which is Portland Community College, and we're participating in our second Healthy Living Fair. This is going to be a Love Your Heart Day for Cardiovascular Week, and we're having our nursing students team up with the Medical Reserve Corps and the hospital where they're presently having clinicals and delivering a healthy living program. Another program of success has been our Diabetes Expo, which has just grown by leaps and bounds. And again, by having students team with retirees and other workers, this has really helped to provide some data for successful programs. Elisa? And Susan, I want to also comment that we need to have an increase in enrollment of nursing students Unfortunately, what happens is the more students we put out there, the fewer clinical sites we end up with. We're losing public health clinical sites. That means a site where a student would go and learn hands-on practice in that area of nursing. The student who gets involved with the Medical Reserve Corps, the parish nurses or their local community agencies, actually gets exposure to these public health clinical type sites. And so this is an expansion of their access to public health sites. And we think that that's really valuable for addressing the nursing shortage issues. Tell us more about the Medical Reserve Corps for Nursing. The Medical Reserve Corps was established and funded after 9-11 for emergency preparedness, and it is a multidisciplinary corps. So anybody with a medical background, or even if you don't, has the opportunity to volunteer. The Corps also has taken on the added responsibility of health promotion and prevention. And presently, about 48,000 nurses have signed up to volunteer, but that's just a mere 2% of the nursing workforce. So you can see that many more are needed. And of course, because of their high level of education and expertise, they really have been able to deliver a lot of health promotion and prevention programs that have been successful in their own communities. How can listeners support the National Nurse Initiative? Well, we've tried to make this as easy as possible at our website, www.nationalnurse.org. We have links for ways to help that include links so that listeners could find out who their members of Congress are. We have sample letters. We'd also like to urge your listeners to contact organizations that they belong to because it's the members that really should be advancing the organization's agenda. It should come from the grassroots, the net roots of the organization, the members, not from a top-to-bottom leadership style. We do have sample letters that they could send on to their organizations. And then finally, we just urge them to write their own members of Congress and encourage them to support legislation to create the Office of the National Nurse. Does the National Nursing Network organization have members? Well, we have several thousand who sign up for our newsletter, and we have a board, an official board of directors, and then we have like a liaison group of supporters from around the country who have just given us endless time, energy, they've written articles for us, they've provided graphics for our logos, we do have merchandise for sale on our website, and a few supporters actually designed all of those pieces of merchandise, so we have quite a group of grassroots nurses who are very excited as well as 
interested members of the public who have been very supportive of us. What legislative successes have you had so far? Well, of course, the bill that was introduced by Congresswoman Lois Katz in the 109th Congress to create the Office of the National Nurse that amassed 42 co-sponsors before the end of the session, and that was one of our biggest successes. It did garner bipartisan support, so that was very exciting. The other big legislative success stories that we've had so far is that members of our organization, supporters, have actually gone to their own state legislative body, to their own state legislators, and asked them to introduce resolutions urging Congress to enact an Office of the National Nurse. And three states have now voted on such resolutions, and they've passed unanimously. Those were New York, Massachusetts, and Vermont. And we know that several other states are now considering similar resolutions in 2009. And, of course, we're looking for reintroduction of revised language to elevate the chief nurse officer position to full-time status and officially designate this position to be the national nurse in the 111th Congress. What's your take-home message? Prevention must be a priority for the nation, and if ever we've had an opportunity to reform health care, it really is now with this new administration and new Congress. And nurses are very capable of making a significant difference to make this happen. Our country really needs to focus on prevention, both in policy and in practice, And a national nurse would promote a philosophical and cultural shift to make this happen. Thanks to Terry Mills, president of the National Nursing Network Organization, and Elisa Schneider, secretary of the National Nursing Network Organization, for joining us to discuss the national nurse. I'm Susan Dolan. You've been listening to Focus on Future Medicine on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. Please visit our website at ReachMD.com, which features our entire library of on-demand podcasts, or call us toll-free with your comments and suggestions at 888-639-6157. That's 888-639-6157. Thank you for listening.